<laughs> I mean, with Adam Gable. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I don't know if they're ever going to hear your voice. It's so That's great. all right. I'm in on take four. So we're here um, on like leg one of the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour. Um, Pleased to be here. Yeah, you, you should be. <laughs> now, Adam won Make Me Laugh Albany, and um, uh, I'm partaking in probably 50 days of, of tour here, and Adam was only able to join me for the first seven or so, uh, regrettably. Um, because there was, there, there was a lot of shows that I definitely wanted him to be a part of. So this first leg, we tried to make it have uh, as much value as it as it could. Because it's kind of the lazy leg. Because it was the closest one. It was supposed to be the starting one. The starting one was supposed to be Friday. And I tacked shows on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, I made it make sense and made it worthwhile for him to come. But here we are. Definitely worthwhile. We're driving 10 hours right now to Lexington. Uh, no show tonight. We're going to do an open mic uh, and let everybody in Lexington know how fucking great we are. Good it is to be a comedian in New York. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I do want to see where this conversation goes. And, and it's going to give me a good idea of what kind of... How a lot of our conversations are going to go for the rest of the 10 hours. But I'm trying to figure out... The intersection of God and, and prisons. The intersection of God and prisons. Yeah, do you believe in God? Uh, I don't believe that we're supposed to know. I consider myself an agnostic. Okay, but what is it? Okay, so break it down again for me, because because everybody's been redefining what they think agnostic is, and I don't think there's a I don't think there's a standard definition anymore. Uh, that would be true. I uh, I probably have not done enough research to call myself anything. Fine. Do you believe that there's a thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Probably. And what? I don't think we're made to understand it. Okay. I and think that's, it, it's very, uh, you, it's very um, overly confident. So, okay, so you... Right. Right, the word that everything's not just haphazard. It's still, I mean, look at it, man. We're just apes that figured out how to make coffee. Coffee's good, man. Coffee's great. Um, so, okay, so then... So you think somebody made us and deliberately left a piece of understanding out? about deliberately left a piece of understanding again I think that how can you think that we're not made to understand and then isn't, isn't that isn't that I think perhaps we're just a byproduct of something else okay okay maybe not I mean that's fair when I uh, you know I definitely uh, I definitely ask for things hope that something will direct my life where I want it to go okay but I think it's fairly uh, like I don't think that thing really gives a crap about me at all Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, so you believe more, you believe more in God than some people do, but less in God than others. Certainly most. I think I believe in God less than most. Um, you believe that there's, but the people that want to not believe in God want to go the route where they're like, I don't believe in. There's nothing. Like, it's just nothing. Nothing is nothing. You die. It's nothing. Well, you live. It's nothing. I think that's in my understanding of an agnostic versus an atheist. An atheist is just as confident that there is no God as there is as a Catholic is that there is a God. To me, that's incredibly hypocritical. How can you be so confident that there is nothing out there? Yeah, and it, it, it is weird because there is such a thing as like organized atheism. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, uh, a bunch of people get around like eat they, once a week. They do all they the read, things. They read a book about how nobody cares about it. <laughs> right. It's, it's, yeah. I, this week's reading is from Abbey 1712. 
so so yeah that that's where I have a problem um okay so do you believe in prisons do I believe that they exist <laughs> yes I believe, I've seen them I have okay. uh, never you, been in one myself Very do you believe you never been in one no I've never been in a prison have you ever been at one like 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 is it false prison blues like <laughs> at a prison no I mean like visiting somebody yeah, like just the phone because you've never been in one no I've never been in a prison I've been near them <laughs> prison not on my bucket list not on my list of things this is the places I like Alaska Rome Sing Sing not on the list okay. is Sing Sing still uh, in in, uh, in effect I would assume so I, mean, I like I like all your uh, basically I think all your, your references come from vaudeville for some reason well again you haven't seen enough of my jokes I think you have a vaudeville brain right exactly I carry a hook around with me like me we just pull a hook right off the stage little Bo Peep I didn't show that to you. It's, it folds up. <laughs> the other end is the selfie stick. <laughs> okay, so no, okay, but do you believe? Yeah, do you believe in the concept of prisons? Do I believe that putting somebody in a prison is a good way to handle an indiscretion? Yes, I do. Because why? Because if if somebody goes out there and kills one person, yep, and 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 you're like, wow, that sucks. Like that's a terrible thing. Yeah, this person now doesn't. All of the people within the circle of that person who was dead, yeah, now lost that person, and then that uh, and then that criminal goes out and does it again. You don't want them okay. to do it again. So I got a lot of opinions about this. Okay, so but so you be, you believe in imprisonment? Uh, yeah, I think it's as a precautionary tale. So you have kids? I do have kids. I have two kids. I believe. Do you beat your kids? Do I beat my kids? Yeah. Well, I try not to. Do you beat your kids? No, I don't beat. So it's tough. It's tough in 2017 to beat your kids. Yeah, I suppose it is. Okay, but I mean, I don't. I never wanted to beat my kids. I well, I got beat. So all right. And not like you know, cause not you know, there's no there was no like calling the you know, it's just like that's what you're Miss Italian. Like that's what they did. All right. That's what made sense. That's how they handled it. Okay, but so but would you, if you if you if you caught your kids stealing, would you lock them in your basement for two months and give them meals? I think I give them meals. Like if I'm gonna lock them in the basement for two months. Imprisonment be the be the be the, the the how does it so how does imprisonment support that? Well, if you if, if you do something and you get imprisoned for it and you have a miserable experience, yeah, maybe you don't want to go back to prison. Okay, but wouldn't isn't isn't there a natural order to the world? Isn't there like an isn't there not so. karma, but like isn't there isn't there a um, something that would would would. Uh, Here's the thing. Like, if I was a murderer and, and there were... Okay, well, uh, let's go back to... Who makes prisons? This is, this is, I think this is the problem I have. Who's, who makes prisons? Who makes them? I yeah. mean, I think that they should be run Who by created them. prisons? Who created prisons? I don't know. Some caveman. What's that? Like, I'm talking cave at some point. No, but... No. Like, um... No, seriously. Like, like... Like, like kings. I didn't realize that I was going to need to do research <laughs> Here I am thinking about what my jokes are going to be. I'm just trying to talk. You got nine hours before you have to tell one joke. I'm just trying to talk to you. Like, like kings, I think. Sure, probably rulers before kings. Rulers. Probably before kings. Earliest society, Sumerian society. uh, Some civilization, some person in charge, and then they made up rules that may or may not have, that had to do, may or may not with God. Some intersection of God. Sure. 
that you can't do, and if you don't, and if you do them, then you go to this place. Well, but I think that in that case, you're talking about a historical time when government and, and religion were tied together in such a way that I think you have to take God out of that equation. No, I think that, that I think the whole question is about God because I think God God is the thing that's that's controlling all of it. Because we try, because we're trying, we like the fear of God is what is what we think keeps keeps people in line. I don't think about that. Or now we think prison is the thing that keeps people in line. No, I don't. I don't beat my kids because it's not the right thing to do. Okay, I don't want to beat that's my fine. Kids. But but you don't want your kids to murder because because it's written on a tablet. Well, I don't want my kids to murder because at some point I plan to retire. And, <laughs> and if they're in jail, I mean, who's gonna like go get my pills? Well, they only go to jail because we decided that it's not okay for poor people to murder. Uh, okay, well that's a different conversation. Poor people versus rich people. Well, cause okay, well okay, so how many? The thing is, in the king's prison, the king can't go to prison. In his, right. in his own yeah, prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's still the system we have. Right? Uh, I think Rich people don't go to jail. I think to a certain extent you're right. Not, not, you can't say rich people don't go to jail. Because Bernie Madoff is in jail. Yeah, yeah. every, every, I mean, every... Right, he ripped off rich people, so yeah, right. Rich people who rip off poor people. Rich people who kill... They, who no, kill they made, people. no, they made Bernie Madoff into a, into a poor person. They, right, every, right. every, every piece of, uh, conversation that we did was he shouldn't have been anywhere near any of this money. He's just a low-life sleazeball. Right, He's not on our level. So they did. They still put a poor person in jail. Right, right. They made sure that he was poor when they put him there. Although I think he has, I mean, I think his kids are fine. Like, I think he took care of his kids. And, like, he kept, he got, you know, so much money that, like, they couldn't keep track of him. Yeah. But rich people don't go to prison. And rich people can basically do the thing. The rulers can do the things. Right. Exactly. Like we, like we're fine letting our presidents kill people. It's like, like when uh, Nixon said, or I don't mean, in Frost Nixon, when Nixon said, if the president does it, it's not illegal. And he truly believes that. Yeah. In his heart. Right. Exactly. And that's the system we've set up. So my concern is, and and I and I don't ever, I, I have a real hard time when we're like going through these protests. Uh, talking about how we're shocked that cops are killing people when that's their right. This is this is tough. This, the that's society, their job. The society is built in such a way that these people historically, that's a cop's job is to it, a cop. We think cops are here to protect us. Right. They're not. The cops are here to protect the king, the yeah. dictator. That's who that's who employs them. That's who pays them. The government pays them. The cops are there to protect the government, and then in failure of that, the the the, the military is there to protect. Against everyone, uh, so this idea of justice—it's it's a tough—it's a tough thing because I think that I think that there is order in just in nature. Well, I think justice and jail are not necessarily uh, connected. That's true, and I, and I, and, I, and I, I, part of me doesn't want to jam the justice system into it because it's a whole other barrel of monkeys. I mean, you're saying is it is it justice is like you're going to jail as a repayment? Also, the caution, the precaution aspect of it. We don't want this person to but, do this thing again. But okay, so I got a lot of thoughts. So I don't think that putting somebody in jail, not going to jail, is a reason I don't do things. Okay, sure. I personally, um, more than like it would suck to lose that time, this and that, the other thing. But like, I picked a career where like, I could go to prison, come back, and nothing could really yeah. change. I'd probably be funnier for yeah, it. Great material. Right. I'd be like, dude. You can't imagine what this is like for me. Mm -hmm. 
uh, what's the deal with prisons? What is the deal with prison food? So I could come back and, and safely be fine. Um, and it wouldn't affect my, you know, my career at all. Um, I mean, Tim Allen was in prison. Yes. Before his career started. Plenty of people. Like Charles Dunn. Charles F. Stone. Was in prison? Actor, yeah. No shit. Yeah, he was, uh, that's where he started acting. He murdered somebody? He I remember like, there was some weird thing around he, Charles. I don't know if he was a murder for accessory. He was in jail for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the only thing I fear in prison, literally, is physical and sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That, like, that's, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, my brain almost works like, dude, like, every time I've been, like, in a conflict where I could I could make a, a bad decision, I'm like, look, maybe I could win this fight right here, but I'm not going to win the next 20 right. in prison, so I don't do it. So I almost don't commit crimes because I don't want to be sexually assaulted. So there you go. And you're just, you're, you're, you're unfortunately, I think you're contradicting yourself. No, no, because well, because that's but that's the thing. But I think that there's order. In, I think that there's order in nature because here's the thing: if, if, if in civilization, a little bit out of civilization, if there was no prisons, I think there are still consequences to people's actions. If you're somebody in even in pure chaos that murders people or murders one person, I think we're all capable of murdering one person. Sure, I agree. So, if you murder one person and it was justified, then maybe and maybe the person that justifiably murdered somebody, uh, and then it got all twisted up in the courts. Maybe they don't deserve to be in prison either. Uh, but I, I think if you're somebody who murders people, every time you murder one person, you're putting yourself at risk to be murdered. Sure. Your risk of being murdered is so much higher right. than my walk-around risk of being murdered you because you're trying to murder someone. And they're going to try everything in their human ability not to be murdered. And that usually would be murder. Oh, you're not speaking of like retaliation. So, so that's step one. I see. While you're murdering, that person could murder you. I see. High risk already. Right. Just from like like a, like Vegas odds probability. Right, right, right. I'm gonna murder you, but you could also murder me. Fine. Now you murder a person. Right. Okay. Um, if you're a person who murders a lot of people, you're like, oh, I like that. I'm a serial killer, which is a, again now to Vegas odds, very few of them right. in history. Right. I mean, we know we know them all by name. I mean, there's a dozen maybe of serial killers. Right? Serial killers. And we're, you know, we're not talking about war barons and people that were killing people or even genocide. Just people that were like, this would be fun. Wayne Gacy. Sure. Right. Uh, you know, uh, the um, uh, Jack the Ripper. Always sniper. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's a difference. I think I think a killing spree doesn't make a serial killer. Oh, okay. All I right. think that's a completely different right, emotional gotcha. response. Because right. to kill once, especially especially those people don't. There's not a lot of. Uh, um, no, the Beltway School sniper was multiple times. I guess that's true. Yeah. But that was a low risk. I don't know. I don't want to say this because it's a little rough. But it's a, that's a low risk. Thing. I see what you mean. That guy's not as likely to get shot while he's 500 feet. Away. Plus, I think his goal was always to once he was cornered, just yeah, kill off himself. Right. Yeah, kill himself. Yeah. It was just something. To um, so, on the spectrum, if you're a serial killer, so every time you kill, so if you if you end up killing ten people, that's you putting yourself at risk ten times right. alone. So that's so you're already at a higher risk for the universe to give you murder back. Now, let's you know let's 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 branch off. Now you've killed ten people. In you know in any society situation, like the chances that nobody knows. That you've killed ten people is pretty slim. Right, somebody knows. Right, right. right. Or, or or you killed two. Whatever it was, the people that you killed, or if you were just somebody who thought that it was cool to kill people. Like, let's take the serial killer out again. 
let's just say you were somebody who thought it was cool because you killed one person and it was like you didn't there's no consequences right. like you didn't like what i wanted she killed him nothing happened like, that's more in the open. So then now you're in, into, the, into the thing where there's retaliation, there's revenge. So now you got, for every 10 people that you killed, you got 10 people around those people that are trying to kill you. So now you have 100 people that, that were in a society where, where murder's not illegal. You will still be murdered. So there are still consequences to your actions. So you still have to be a good person. Just in the same thing, just if you're like a dude who robs people when it was cool to rob people, even if you were the king, you weren't gonna go to jail, people will stop trusting you and they would stop doing business with you because they're like, yeah, you can't work with Brian, he fucking robs you. Right. So there is a natural order in, in any of these things. Even in, even in civilization, even in pure chaos, even in like, you know, even in the animal kingdom, you have to mitigate risk. And it's, uh, uh, it's kill or be killed on some level, but it's also, you know, stronger, faster, smarter. That you have to be to survive in all situations. And those consequences play out through morality and through, like, nature's morality. Yeah, but the problem with that is that if you're taking the robbing thing out of it, just going back to the kid, I mean, you've got... Well, I think robbing people. is a natural thing. Sure. If you're, if you're, if you're like a scavenger animal and you try to steal a meal from a bear's lips, right. you will be killed by the bear. Sure. So theft is... I think theft is a thing in nature. Well, like, Take something you put no work into. Yeah, of course. That's right. Like me riding to Lexington. No, you're gonna, I'm going to make you put a fuck ton of work in. <laughs> I'm get there. <laughs> well, at this part, it doesn't work. Uh, I mean, going back to the murder thing, I think... Uh, I think with murder, it's like dominoes, you know? This one knocks over that one. Then you've got suddenly... You know, one guy kills ten people. Then you've got those ten people are all trying to kill other people and you've just got murder going all over the place. And at a certain point, there are people who are not, there are innocent bystanders who have nothing to do with this whole murder spree. They get murdered? Or get murdered, yeah. Okay. I mean, look at gang warfare. I mean, That's fair. No, I mean, you yeah. Say, you could say gang warfare and let them all kill each other. Oh, it happens, yeah, that happens in the mafia. Sure, yeah. That and, happens, and, you know, but like, then some little girl gets shot in the head. Right, then all of a sudden it's a problem, right. Right. Uh, I, I, I respect that. That's a, that's a solid. That's a solid point. But, um, but in the situation with the, where there's prison, I mean, what are we? What are we changing? Well, we're making we're making it a higher risk to murder somebody because now you have retaliation, you have being murdered, and you have having your life also be taken away by the government by them putting you away forever. Well, if yeah, I mean, if you go to. Somebody, if, you're, if your family member gets murdered and the murderer goes to jail, you're not most likely, you're not seeking out further retaliation. And either that person uh, lives the rest of their life in jail and dies at 95 as the librarian in the jail, or they get killed in the jail by another another um, so who did, inmate. So who did we do right by? We did right by society? I think in that situation we did right by society because doing is we're ending the cycle of violence because now we're just hiding in a, we're just hiding it in a different place because because what you're describing the part where there's all the retaliation and innocent bystanders i mean you're literally describing prison uh yeah except in theory i mean in theory it's bad people that are dying so we shouldn't care about them but that doesn't you know a person's still a person right well but that's why you put that's why you put the murderers together and you put the uh the burning madoffs together that's why you put the murderers together and you put the robbers here and you put the, you know, and you put in theory, the pedophiles all together. In theory. I mean, look, man, I don't, um, yes, I believe in prisons, but I don't, I'm not so, like, adamant about it that, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know, and I, and I don't even know where it came from for me, but it, it was just, it was something that was in my head, and I needed to launch into it. But I, I, I but I, you know, and, and I was starting to get worried because I, I feel maybe that I that I feel more comfortable with pure anarchy and and letting morality find its way there than the motives of prisons. You, you feel more comfortable with pure anarchy. Yeah, I might. I might. Does that mean that I can just blow the light whenever I want? You can just do what? I can just blow the light whenever I want. Um, I guess, but I, I think I think the problem is um, civilization in general. Okay. As soon as we branch off into civilization as humans, the problem is being human. As, as soon as you branch off into civilization, right? Because like I'm talking about, like you, I can't, we can't undo society. So it's like my model only works if you're if we're back living in caves, yeah, or, you I mean, know, or huts or whatever. It's like, but I just I think civilization is the problem because greed is a problem. So what happens is one person decides that they are more, and every civilization, one person decides that they are more valuable than another person. Every civilization had slaves. Every civilization, you know, was imprisoning or killing the people that they didn't like or agree with or whatever, and they're abusing things to make one person. Globally, one person, even if it was like a hundred, one person uh, live a better life and, and consume more of the things. I get all of the food, you can have some of the food sometimes. I think a lot of that has to do with leadership. I mean, again, going back to... But I think it's human nature to, 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 to have a leader think that they're the most important thing. Well, I think, again, that goes back to... So here you've got a bunch of people living in like... Grass huts, right? yep. and they see um, the sun comes up every day, yep. and the moon comes out, yep. and and then that's religion. And the, and and, but, and and you know, I'm my job is to fish. I don't understand all of that, so I go to somebody who claims to understand all that. That person, there's ten in the town. There's ten fishermen. There's one priest who understands all that. Yes, the priest is more important, and then that's how religion. Yes, religion takes over leadership, and then, then it starts to split, and here you go. Well, but that's not. But yeah, it's it's. But yeah, that's okay. So yeah, so it's religion. It's God. Yeah. And that so that but those and those and then those become the dictating morals of society. Right. Because that person is perceived to be more important. No, but they it's have this understanding. Well, they have a big understanding. But but you know you're talking. But now you're almost talking about like Native American people who they did. They believed in the sun. They believed in the moon. They believed in, in those things. And it, it comes from the same place that that for us to understand the world as humans, for some reason, maybe and maybe every animal feels this way. But uh, we need to have. There needs to be some other value and some other purpose, and there needs to be some consequence to our actions. Being a bad person needs to matter somewhere other than here but it, but I think it matters here the most and I think right like I, people believe that like if you were like if you were shitty then the sun wouldn't come up the next day like that was a belief in some places so you had to be good and you had to and you had to and you know it's, and they would do crazy things they would sacrifice people right, right, right. to make sure that the sun came to out. make sure that the sun came out to make sure that things were happy and so so that's a sh the, the the line of morality's been shaky the whole time, and whether or not uh, nature creates laws. But I believe in I believe in you know uh, natural selection and 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 everything that Darwin f 
figured out, I guess. Um, well, there are people who there are people who, who are firmly religious and still believe in evolution. They believe that uh, this thing was started and we're being pushed in certain directions. But evolution or not, having nothing to do with religion, I'm saying like from from a morality standpoint, I think Darwin, you know, I think natural selection creates a morality again because of consequence to action, and I think that. So, like, in a world where you can be famous for fucking another person... Right, exactly. Why shouldn't we just be killing you? I guess that's my real question. I don't know. I mean, why... In a, in a world where you can be famous for fucking... Why shouldn't you be killing... I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable killing somebody. you feel comfortable killing somebody. I, I have a hard time thinking that I wouldn't be able to kill somebody. I think we're all capable of murder. Here's what happened. And this was, and this was a turning point for me. Dude I knew used to run track against him. Uh, he ends up, it's a big, big monster of a dude, was, a, was an incredible runner. Just had, you know, had like a bodybuilder's body from like 15. That's like, because I knew him at 14 to 15 when I was running track. And he was, a, I mean, he was an intimidating looking dude. It's a powerful creature. Globally. When I say globally. That's not the right word, but you know. I, mean, I mean, I took it to mean like everything about him. Like, I should think yeah. meant like sure. the world. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think he's the, he's a, he is a standard of human power. Right, I got you. He, he figured it out. Whatever right. it was, whatever it was, he, every muscle was in, was in, was in, was toned and and and, and working at, uh, you know, everything. Things are firing in the right. He's a fucking athlete. Ends up at Syracuse University. Ends up a cheerleader. Still, had, you know, so I, so I see him again. You know, four years after I saw him on the track, and he's he's everything he was plus adding. Uh, masculinity. Um, nice enough guy, seems like. Goes over to his baby mama's house, has a conversation with her. Something happens in the conversation. He beats her to death, puts her in a suitcase, tries to put her with, like, the Tuesday trash to get her thrown out, ends up getting convicted of manslaughter. The only thing going through my head when all this is going on was, like, what did she say to him? Right. What was the turning point? I need to know that moment so that I can avoid it. What is, what's in his life? Like, wow, what do I need to identify that somebody could say to me that I'm just like, you're dead now. And I just, you know, because like, you know, I guess from 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 the standpoint of like, I believe strongly that he probably accidentally killed him. Yeah, sure. He's a powerful creature. Sounds like, sounds he could kill me with his bare hands very easily. Sounds like it sounds like it's an accident. So that's, so I think that's the, the scope that I put it in. That like a couple... You know, like, if he just hit her and she hit her head, she's dead. And then now he's in panic mode trying to hide a body. Um, so I think we're all capable of murder. I also think... I do think that prisons uh, have some level of, uh, uh, of effect on society because... I also think that, like, if you murder one person and you get away with it, you are far less likely to murder again. Because it still is shitty to get caught murdering people. So getting away with murder is also a deterrent. 
Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of situations where you can get away with murder. Well, but if there's no penalty, then you're not. I don't, but I don't foresee a lot of situations where, like, you murder somebody. Then it's a kind of a passion, right? You murder somebody, and then, and then you're just like you think you're omnipotent now. I think you're like, well, this is real, real close. Got to skin of my teeth on this one. I mean, I'm sure there That's, are cases. But, but again, that is all based on the idea that there's somewhere to there's some penalty. Right. There is some penalty. If there's no penalty, you're not getting away with it. You're just doing it. And yeah, you're getting away with it, but you're not. You don't feel like, wow, I can't believe I got away with it. No, I'm just I'm saying, if there's no penalty, yeah, then then maybe. But I don't think there's no. I don't think there's a situation where there is no penalty. I think in nature there are penalties for the things that you do. Yeah, but it's hard to it's hard to codify. It's codify. It's hard to say like, oh well, I killed somebody and then my car got stolen. You can't necessarily say. Well, that's that. not nature. In nature, there's no cars. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm saying. There's a risk every time you murder somebody. Everywhere in the animal kingdom, every time you murder somebody, there's a risk to that. Every time you do wrong upon something else, there's a risk to that. And I don't know that there is such a thing as, like, pure evil in nature. Can you think of, can you think of pure evil in nature? Uh, well, that's, what's the definition of evil? No, that's, that's tough. I don't know. Well, pure uh, evil is it. Hurting, hurting somebody for the joy of hurting somebody, probably there is. I mean, wouldn't you say that, like, those... Uh, what's his name? The guy, the first serial killer. The guy who opened the hotel, the Chicago uh, World's Fair in 1917. He, have you, you know about this guy? Just you carry on. I don't know. I'm going to catch up when he, uh, or not. He, he, uh, get there. His name is. he built a hotel that trapped people and killed them. Just for, the he, he had like gas. There was one room where like, uh, Okay, but now let's say, but so this is this is an outlier of a human. Like this is a human. Fuck you, dude. Box me in. Um, the that's one human, and if you believe at all in any level of psychology or psychiatry, some conditions created that. Right. But is there any? So, but like he was a human at one point. So oh, I see what you mean. Like, is, is there is there an example in nature of anything that's purely evil? Like, naturally. Like, yeah, like there's like a parasite, yeah, but a parasite also dies if it kills the host. Right, to, so there are consequences. The parasite's different because a parasite is doing it to survive. That's not doing it to, it's doing it to survive. We're all doing it to survive. I don't know. I would, uh, but there, I don't think there's anything in nature, and I don't think that there was never anything in nature. I think there were things in nature like parasites that were, like, and then they were killed by nature. Like, I don't think pure evil can exist in nature, is, my, is, is, is I think what I'm saying. Because there will always be some level that nature will, will take care of that. But you're not you're not wrong because I think humans are the closest to pure evil, pure selfish energy yeah, well, that there is. And we will die with this planet very soon. Because there won't be any water. Very soon there won't be any water. Any drinkable water. Very soon. Well, I mean, as, as humans, we'll be able to create some sort of alternate. Will we? I would think so. How, like, it's like, at what point are, like, like how close to, like, you know what I mean? Like, every movie, like, how close are we going to be to the bomb going off when we figure it out? I don't think we figure it out. All right. Because I, because, th and then, and then this goes back into another conversation I had and where this launched into a whole other place. I don't think we figured it out because if we figured it out, then by extension um, 
society will go on and we'll figure out the greater depths of the universe and time travel and all these other things, right? Or will we... It's like, look, we either rise above whatever level we have, but there's, there's not going to be enough resources on this planet. So we have to leave this planet right, right, right. if we survive. Sure, so if we true. make it to leave this planet, wouldn't we have, like, wouldn't there be some sign now? Wouldn't somebody come back? Wouldn't somebody do something? Wouldn't we have some uh, notification? I don't know, not necessarily. I mean, again, you know, people could be very good at disguising it, or what's to say that the time travelers don't have a way to affect people's memories or anything like that? Well, or why would you want to affect their memories? Unless, unless all of the pieces that are happening now need to happen. And we know that historically. But I also don't think that we're that smart. So, like, that's giving humans a lot of credit. Like, the idea that, like, we think we're going to do any of this is crazy. Like, what's going to happen is exactly what we think is going to happen that we want to deny. Is we're going to run out of water and we're all going to die miserably. Well, I'm going to die miserably whether or not I have water or not. <laughs> I do believe that. But the problem is that we think that we're omnipotent creatures. Like, that's the problem with humans is we don't, we don't, we don't appreciate our lifespan. I, I think that, I think that, uh... That's what I was going to say about Darwinism. But go ahead. No, you, I want to hear what you were saying. Uh, we invented medicine. Kings invented medicine because uh, we want to be immortal. Right. So now we're now we're leaving people around. We're leaving people in society that maybe should have died. And we're sure. trying to be God sure. by controlling uh, the lifespan. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely if we can control the lifespan, then suddenly everybody lives. But so now we have way too many people. We're sucking the planet dry. Yeah. And we're all going to die. So come see us at <laughs> tomorrow night, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. I wanted you to do it so bad. I was <laughs> I'm glad I took the cue. <laughs> so, yeah. So these are the conversations I've been having with girls I'm trying to go on dates with. And this is why the dates aren't going well. Please. <laughs> because it becomes an argument. Because they start, here's the problem, they start arguing a point that they don't even believe in their heart. Yeah. And that they don't have enough information for. And I'm I'm pretty like I'm trying to ask questions that are that are balanced. But I might be skewing towards a certain direction while I'm having the conversation. I'm also loud. Yeah. So then it becomes this thing where they think I'm yelling at them. Yelling. And I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm and then I'm excited. yelling about how I'm not yelling. And I'm Italian and it's the whole I mean, thing. You know, it also seems like you don't live your life like worrying about all this shit. It's just part of part of your conversation. It's not like you're one of these. Yeah, I don't, don't care that much. People who can't be around somebody right. who, who doesn't have these thinking. But maybe, but maybe I'm getting there. Maybe, maybe. So we got we have we have we have a uh, we have a small global problem, and I keep uh, trying to decide how to handle it. But I, uh, we don't have any gas. Okay. Um, and I should have stopped two exits ago. And now I don't really know this road well enough to know if there's going to be gas coming up. So there's a small possibility that uh, we run out of gas. I think there's a blue sign up there that might be for us. Cool. Uh, that says Allentown exits. Yeah. Amos Avenue. Uh, so the, there should be gas at all these places. There should be gas at least some. Are we in Allentown, Pennsylvania right now? Uh, I would think that we did cross into Pennsylvania. Oh no shit! Oh, we're definitely near Allentown. That's yeah. crazy. So this was one of the plans. Maybe was to, was to stay with a friend in Allentown, Pennsylvania, to, to break up the drive. But since since I could theoretically make the drive, now honestly, I'll be honest with you, I'm way 
uh, underslept from where I was hoping to be. Okay. Because I didn't sleep Monday night, I didn't sleep Saturday night, for some of the reasons we talked about. Uh, barely slept Sunday night, and, and uh, no, didn't sleep Friday night. Barely slept Saturday night. So everything that I was telling you about happened Friday. Right. Uh, barely slept Saturday, Saturday, didn't sleep enough Saturday, and then barely slept last night. So if at some point, I don't, did I ever, did I ever ask you if you, if you have a driver's license? Uh, you did ask me if I have a driver's license. I think I assured you that you were not going to drive. I uh, yes. But in the in the emergency where I'm like, dude, this, are you comfortable driving? Uh, the last time I drove was 2011. So no, uh, that's fine. I'll just stay away. Um, I, I honestly don't foresee it being a problem, especially if we can keep talking about prisons for if nine hours. To, if you wanted to, in all honesty, if you wanted me to drive, I could drive. You would need to pay attention for the first. It's not like, all right, I'm, you're driving and then I'm I, I honestly think you're fine. Was there a period of time in your life where you were driving? Yes. Yeah, I'm, you're fine. Because I didn't drive for like 10 years. See, each exit kind of feels like it's like we're never getting back if we get off at it. Just like look for like what would be gas stations. All right. Do you see any? Like that? Like this is not a real exit, right? No, but there's a Home Depot. I bet there's gas at the Okay, Depot. so whatever that one is. That's 57 right there. Is that this one, you think? I think so. I think no. it's the next one. All right. See, but I, it was like I hate missing it, too. I mean, there may not be gas at all. I mean, it's enough of a place where there should be gas. But, like, yeah, but, like, look, it doesn't look like there is. What are these roads? Where are we? Uh, I guess. I mean, this is civilization. So, either way, we need to get off of one of these things. Yeah, yeah. So, let's do that. And then, you know, look, if it adds 10 minutes, 20 minutes, it's like, you know, I don't know. Today was rough, and, like, I, I jammed a bunch of stuff into not being ready for this trip. Uh, and so now it's like, honestly, if if we miss an open mic, like, you know, we set it up so like the only thing we could possibly miss is an open mic. Right, right, right. So if we miss an open mic, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, you were talking about driving 10 hours and then doing two, sh two shows tomorrow. I was like, I can't imagine how you could do that. I can do that. I mean, that would be exhausting for me. I'm just saying. Yeah, I can do that. I'm, I'm okay with it. But, it. but it's like, I, I've condition myself like I'm honestly I'm at the position now where like I can I can be like ready to go to bed and then go drive for drive so, right, that's cool. it isn't it isn't but it's like you know there's just something about the, the drive part that doesn't affect me because I've been doing it so much right I mean I just drove to uh, we drove to Alaska two years ago with them but we just drove to um, Portland and we did it in like three days so I was doing 16 hour days wow that's cool it's insane, and then, and, and then we had to go. We had to add three and four hours. Now, when you're driving to the entire, the entirety of the country, adding three or four hours for some reason doesn't matter anymore. Not a big deal. Yeah. So we had to add three or four hours a couple times because there was like 24 inches of snow, like in whatever area we we're about to drive through. And like, I'm obviously not gonna drive through 24 inches of snow. But then, you know, it's like your, it's like your choices are Colorado, Montana, Wyoming. There's no good weather in December. Right. You, 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 you're fucked. No matter what you do, yeah, you're fucked. You're taking risks. No yeah. Like, well, like, we ended up in Butte, Montana, negative nine degree weather, which cars barely function in ne negative nine degree weather. All right. Keep your eyes peeled. You got to tell me whether we're going left or right. right there. Perfect. Right. Nailed it. All right. So, we're good. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy right back on. So, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. We're in good shape. Um, all right. So, we've got 40 minutes here. Let, let's just, let's just, let's just put a little, uh, put a little, put a little hat on this thing. All right. Cool. Um, like a like a yarmulke. Uh, this is this, this is a good well this is a good discussion because I because I think you maintained you're the only person that's, that I've spoken to about this that that, that maintained the prisons are good. Um, how many parents have you spoken to? About? Not many. Yeah, 
Not many, many, but that's what. But I, but I, but I was asking more aggressive questions. I was asking questions like, would you hit your kids? Right. No, what I mean about that is that is that there is a because um, there's an aspect of parenting that's like you think about what would happen to one of my kids. What right. Would I want. Well, and that was one of my that was. <laughs> I thought you were gonna poke me. <laughs> That is a powerful finger. You are Italian, after all. <laughs> so I know I uh, I I was yeah I was like because I think I think the follow up to would you imprison your kids for two months? I mean it's a it's a kind of comical question because obviously you would not. But by conceding to prisons in society, you are you're saying that it's cool for someone else to do that. Again, is it? Are we talking about is my child going to prison? That's a different story. Right. If your child's going to prison, by by being in society, you're conceding that it's that that's okay. By by conceding to prisons, you're saying that that's okay because my child fucked up just like ever, just like right. just like yeah. your child sure. fucked up. I can't be a hypocrite now. I can't say it's cool for your child right. to go to prison, but, my, but it's not cool for my child to go to prison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, that's that's a like a slightly different conversation. I think. Is it? I think so. Um, because then it becomes, what am I more interested in protecting society or my child? It's a different conversation. Right. Okay, so let's, we'll actually, we'll, we'll pause this and then we'll actually pick up right there. Because okay. I have all, I have all thought about it.